Okay, you instigating women and friends, Liz has a breaking story that she wanted me to relay and wouldn't, wouldn't give in until we put it on video. So Liz, what's been going on? Um, <clears throat> okay, so first to context, we are filming in the midst of our kids returning to school. I've been thinking a lot lately just about as we reemerge, as we've been talking about, how do I come back into the world without putting so much pressure on myself, on my family? Um, I really don't want to return to the chaos that I feel like we were living in, where we you know, were just going, going, going all the time. Um, so that's the context. Okay. Um, I want to read you something. It's from a column, Charles M. Blow. He is a New York Times columnist and I love his writing. And he just released a column contemplating aging, which is another thing that you and I have talked about. Um, and he just had this passage that I thought was really um, just moving. So I'm going to read that first and then I'll tell you my story. <laughs> it, it must be a good one. I realized that according to the odds, my life is nearly two thirds over, that I have more summers behind me than in front of me. This doesn't mean I've grown fatalistic or even that I feel particularly old. Same. It is just a realization that the math says what the math says. Mm -hmm. And as such, I've begun to make certain adjustments to change my perspective on my life. I've started to manage my regrets and to reduce them to forgive myself for foolish mistakes and reckless choices, to remember that we are all just human beings stumbling through this life, trying to figure it out, falling down and getting back up along the way. I have learned to cut myself some slack and get on with being a better person. Nice. So this story falls in the cut myself some slack um, and just laugh, just the ability to just laugh at the absurdity of being human and trying to do all the things. So speaking of doing all the things, you know, I'm in a, another coaching certification program focused on health and wellness. And, um, the, I have to attend class twice a week. And I also have learning partners that I meet with and lots of reading and exercises and such. So last Wednesday, a week ago, I had a very busy day at work and then I had to go straight into the course. And I just, I felt gross. I felt like I need to move my body. I've been charting my steps, trying to get to eight to 10,000 a day. And I had like 620. <laughs> so I hitched up the dogs and I took my school outside. Yeah. Um, cause it's not on video, um, but you do have to log in. You have your own pin. So I'm walking along. It's beautiful. I am listening. I actually chimed in on something and I thought I had put myself back on mute, um, and keyword thought, and I'm walking along and a stranger comes from the other direction and her dog is off leash. And so are mine. And so they come, the dogs come to say hi to each other. And I, see this woman looking like she wants to socialize with me. And how do I tell her I, I can't talk right now? So I actually, um, I wave and I say, I'm in school right now. 
they don't know I'm, I'm out walking my dogs in the sunshine. And all of a they sudden I hear, I hear the instructor pause and I look down and I'm not on mute. And I died a little inside. And I thought, my first thought was, I'm just going to hang up and quit the program and they can keep my money and that's fine. Oh my Honestly, gosh. That, that was my first, that was my first go-to. <laughs> that was my go-to strategy. <laughs> that was my go-to strategy. I'm going to, I'm going to break up with them before they can break up with sure. me. That right. was my first step. But I didn't let myself do that. I just, I started thinking, okay, I need a cover up. I need a cover up. And so I came, one came to me. I'm not saying it was the best cover-up strategy. It wasn't really a long-term thinking strategy, but I um, I looked at my clock for two minutes, my, my phone clock. And after two minutes, I pressed the button where you raise your hand. And the instructor came to me and said, oh, Elizabeth, you have a question. Um, and I changed my voice to this high breathy voice. It was kind of like Marilyn Monroe. And because I thought, you know, if I change my voice, they'll associate Elizabeth with that person and not the person that just disrupted the class two minutes ago. Mm -hmm. So I said, yes, hi, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the difference between hope and cheerleading in coaching, in a coaching practice. And she, she answered my question. And then I said, she said, does that help? And I said, yes, thank you very much. I made sure I put myself back on my phone. <laughs> you dork. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm such a dork. And I can't not be one. <laughs> so coming back to the passage I was reading, I yeah, it was it was embarrassing. And yet I just decided that it was funny. And and not to, I actively said, I'm not going to feel bad about this. I'm going to laugh about this. Mm -hmm. And the best part was that that very afternoon, I had ordered a couple of prints um, from the interwebs that arrived interwebs. to our house. <laughs> and because I can't even remember where I bought it. It's, it's Facebook. Facebook gets me every time. They really have me dialed in in the advertising realm. Um, so they were just some cute prints that I thought we needed. And the one that I really needed before I left on my walk is now by the front door. And it said, it said, it's a quote. It says, I wish I would have checked myself. And then by the bottom, it says guy who wrecked himself. <laughs> so you're a dork and a sucker for marketing. Yeah. Okay. The other one I ordered is, it's so cute. It's right at the top of the stairs when, when the kids come out of their bedrooms and it says, pour yourself a cup of ambition, Dolly Parton. Thank oh. you. That is cute. Oh my gosh. Well, I think you just need to claim your superpower, which is humor, fun, laughter. You just got to go with it, lean into it. It makes you bright and shiny and light and we did our strengths in the 
health and wellness coaching on Sunday following my disruption. Um, and my second strength was, my first strength was love and my second strength was humor. Yeah, yeah. Just go with it. Just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. But I do wonder, did they really know it was you when you were off mute the first time? Well, we'll never know. That's the thing, because I'm not going to research it to find out. It's possible that the instructor had the ability to mute all lines and I was not audible. Oh, that is possible. Oh, it is possible. But we're not going to research it to find out. But for some reason, you still felt like you needed a Saturday Night Live high voice. That was my, that was my second go-to. My first was quit the program True. and let them just have my money. True. So now we're seeing how your brain works. <laughs> Drama queen. I told my kids about it and they just... I try to make sure to tell them all that stuff because, you know, it's probably not as many embarrassing things are going to happen to them, but um, embarrassing things are going to happen. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, so many happened to me, but uh, yeah, um, so many. And I just, like you said, you said it, like a coach would say, lean into your superpower. Lean it in, babe. Yeah. Bring it in. It brings energy to others. Makes people laugh and get real. I mean, yes, there's so much heavy stuff, but if we don't lighten up a little bit, you know, we're missing so much. Yeah. I think that that is the key to the way out for me anyway, um, of this, I sent you an article about it, that the term languishing, yeah. you know, which is the, the word to describe where we are emotionally at this point in a pandemic. Um, that, you know, it's not that it's not depression, it's just being perpetually meh. Yeah. And, and just not having a lot of, um, energy, a lot of ability to focus, a lot of motivation. Um, and oh my God, every member of my family is, I immediately diagnosed us all um, with languishing. <laughs> and, but I think for me, the key, the way out is going to be to find the absurdity and the humor um, to replace the focus on the meh and the just ongoing you know like we were talking about the the numbers climbing back up again they're climbing where I am and they've been climbing where you are um and I think you know there's there's a lot of things to be hopeful about there's a lot of things to be afraid and depressed about and so how do we exist how do we find meaning in that and I guess that the answer is humor so you can expect more dorky stories from me Good. And I don't want to make light of anything. I don't want to make light of the pandemic or social injustice or any of it. And yet, oh my gosh, yes, we can languish and we can be dull and we can be empty. Um, but all that is addictive. 
and it's, it's also contagious. Um, and so is humor and, and so is optimism. And so I, I'm just trying to stay focused on whatever positive or whatever lightness, I, you know, my word for the year is spark. So whatever we can do to spark a little energy and optimism, I, I think, um, I, I hope it's, it's helpful. You just gave me such an epiphany, my friend. I am going to write this too bad. I can't buy this off the interwebs and post it in my house, but you just gave me the notion of I, myself, I am contagious. Yeah. So what do I want to infect people with? Yes. Despair. Bleh. Resentment. Blur. Anxiety. No. Or humor. Yeah. I'm writing this down. I'm contagious. You are contagious. So how do you want to be contagious? How do you want to infect people? And things can't always be funny. No, but you can infect people with your smile. It doesn't have to be laughter or humor, but a smile is good. And acceptance. Yes. You know, I, you know, I, I was just thinking about um, life's been really hard for a dear friend. And so I can't show up with humor, but I can show up with humanity. I can show up, right? That's the other thing we can do, even when we are languishing, is continue to show up. Yeah, just be, just be there. Show up. And as Charles M. Blow says, cut ourselves some slack yeah. and cut those around us some slack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. It me, yeah, you always make me see things differently. <laughs> I love that. And you always help me have a broader perspective and, and keep up with that lightness and fun. It's awesome. And think to yourself, Thank God that didn't happen to me. <laughs> my kids would die. <laughs> I, my kids were driving in the car with me when I was telling them about it. And I kind of felt like they wanted to get out. <laughs> Be like, I don't know her. <laughs> oh, you're infecting us with your embarrassment. <laughs> so funny. Well, thank you. Cheers. Let's instigate something today. <laughs>